0: Hello, it's Elizabeth and thank you for coming to talk about this poem with me because I want to talk about this poem. The poem I want to talk about today is called Waiting for Happiness by Nomi Stone. It was originally published in Tin House. Um, Nomi Stone is the author of two books of poetry. The most recent is Kill Class, which was published by Tupelo Press in 2019. You can find a link to Nomi's website and also to this poem, Waiting for Happiness, which was featured on poets.org in the episode information underneath this episode. Waiting for Happiness. Dog knows when friend will come home because each hour friends smell pales, air paring down the good smell with its little diamond It means I miss you. Oh, I miss you. How hard it is to wait for my happiness and how good when it arrives. Here we are in our bodies, ripe as avocados, softer, brightening with latencies like a hot blue core of electricity. Our ankles knotted to our calves by a thread Womb sparking with watermelon seeds we swallowed as children. The heart, again badly hurt, trying and failing. But it is almost five, says the dog. It is almost five. I really love so many things about this poem. The first is, of course, the representation of dog and friend at the beginning of the poem. They become archetypes without the use of any definitive article in front of the words dog and friend, and so they come to stand for all of us in our relationship to the world. The dog in this poem is so hopeful. He knows that goodness is coming for him. He knows that if he just waits, no matter how difficult it is, that uh, joy will arrive. And in that way, he functions as a total contrast to the representation of humanity that happens in the poem. When we get to the center of the poem and Nomi writes, here we are in our bodies. We start to think about our own bodies and our bodies are ripe as avocados. I mean, what goes bad faster than an avocado? (laughs) That is an avocado is an image of mortality in your refrigerator right now. And that sort of unpredictability of the possibility of decay is present in all of the images that she makes of us as we consider ourselves and our bodies we have things that are waiting in the future these latencies that haven't come yet we also have the watermelon seeds that we swallowed as children so there's both fear of the future and fear of the past as well as this worry about the potential weakness of our physical beings when she considers our achilles tendons all of that um all of that fragility that we experience happens over time. And it all also happens because we're kind of in this poem, human beings are represented as being wrapped up within themselves. The total opposite of the dog whose focus is on the outside world, whose focus is not on his own body, but on the smell that he is, um, that he is tracking throughout the course of the day, because he knows that the consequence of that smell is going to be joy. And when we kind of bring our neurosis, let's say, into the poem in the middle of this poem, the dog turns to that neurosis at the end and he says, but it is almost five. It is almost five. So he functions as this kind of soothing and very kind of loyal and faithful reminder that happiness will come. Yes, we are in this process of waiting for it right now, but it will arrive. The dog never worries about the arrival of happiness. He only struggles with the difficulty of waiting, whereas our bodies make us so consumed by worry because we're so focused inward and in ourselves. So let's, you know, be inspired by the wonderful dog in this poem to look outward for happiness and to expect that its arrival will come. I do want to make one little note about the sound of this poem. It was actually very difficult to read because of all the plosive sounds in it. And I have to say a little bit of that makes me think of the thumping of a golden retriever's tail as I read it. That sort of rhythmic womp, whomp, whomp, womp in the poem of the dog who is waiting for happiness, but also so sure that it will arrive. Thank you very much for listening to this with me. And thank you to Nomi for allowing me to share her poem on my podcast. Uh, If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can contact me at esylviapoetry at gmail.com. And I hope that you'll come back and talk about another poem with me soon.